Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude. I am your host, Rich Watson. Now we're trying a new format, a new type of software. Hopefully this still sounds good to everybody. But today I wanted to talk about something that I've been really pondering on for the last couple of weeks, if I'm being honest, something that uh, I read in scripture study with my family about two weeks ago, and since then have studied the different accounts in the New Testament about it, and even gone to YouTube because, you know, anything we want to learn, we go to YouTube, right? And went to YouTube, watched a couple different uh, videos, and just tried to learn what I could about this situation in the scriptures. And so I want to share with you what that was. And in this case, it really came from the Gospel of Mark. And in this situation, what I'm referring to is when the friends had their their friend who was paralyzed, right? And they had him laid out in some sort of a stretcher, a, a gurney, whatever. And they wanted to bring them to Christ. They knew this man was healing people and they knew that he could do it. But when they got to the location, it was overrun with people. They couldn't get in. They, they couldn't get even to the doorway. And so what they did is, and I joke about this a lot, but they took a page out of Santa Claus's book and they went up on the housetop. They went up on the roofs of the buildings to figure out a way in. And then it says that they removed the tilings, which would be like, you know, the shingles or whatever from the building so that they could lower their friend to Christ. Now, one of the things in a video that I watched, one of the videos that I watched is they were showing Christ kind of ministering to the people and talking. And then you saw some, some dust, if you will, kind of falling down. And then you saw this light open up uh, on Christ. And when he looked up, there were the people uh, working to lower their friend, right? There were the friends working to lower him. And it was interesting to me, one, just the imagery of the light shining down on Christ like that was absolutely beautiful. But as they lowered their friend to Christ in one of the particular videos, they said, Master, uh, we know you can heal him. We've heard of you healing others. We know that you can do this. And of course, these videos aren't 100% accurate, but, uh, you know, just follow along if you would. And so they lowered the individual to Christ. And then in the video, in two different videos that I watched, and of course, it doesn't say this in the scriptures, but in two different videos that I watched, as they were lowering them, and when the, the individual finally got down in front of Christ, uh, was finally lowered all the way to Christ, they dropped the ropes. They dropped the ropes that were holding him. And more importantly, they dropped the ropes that they would have needed to bring him back up had Christ not been able to heal him. I think there is a very powerful message in that concept of dropping the rope. Now, I want to just dissect this for a second from a few different standpoints. First and foremost, I want to talk about friends. In this case, this man was paralyzed. His friends took him to Christ. When they saw an obstacle in the way, they figured out another way to get there. But without any reservation, they knew that for their friend to be made whole, he needed to come unto Christ. So there's the first lesson I would take from this is, are you surrounding yourself with friends that will help connect you to Christ? And here's why that's important. First, I want to go from as a veteran standpoint, right? As a veteran, I have a lot of friends that are veterans as well. And there are some of them who, if I'm being sincere, are just not the nicest people to be around. I'm still going to be their friend. I'm still going to support them. I still love them and I want the absolute best for them. But when I am around them, I don't feel uplifted. I don't feel edified. And in fact, I often end up feeling 
worse because all they do is complain about their situation. All they do is speak negatively about things, right? And they kind of put that disgruntled veteran hat on and never take it off. Uh, Conversely, I have several friends that are veterans that if I ask them a question or if I reach out to them for help, they're going to point me to Christ because that's who they are as a person. They don't let the one thing define them. They're going to point me to Christ. They're going to show me a way that I can connect with Christ. And so there's the first lesson in that. Are you surrounding yourself with friends that connect you to Christ? And even from a mental health perspective, right? If you value your relationship with Christ, then surround yourself with people who will point you to that in your time of need. Don't surround yourself with people that in your time of need will drag you down further. No, surround yourself with people that will point you to Christ. So first part, are you surrounding yourself with friends that point you to Christ, that bring you to Christ in your time of need? Second part for me, are you that friend? When somebody comes to you in time of need, are you that friend that talks to them, but helps point them to Christ? Or are you that friend that just lets them wallow in their misery and continues to drag them down, right? That's the type of friend I want to be, is the friend that points others to Christ. That's the type of father I want to be, the type of husband I want to be, the type of minister at church, whatever term you want to use. I want to be that person that when somebody is in in trouble, when somebody's hurting mentally, physically, any of the above, that I point them to Christ. And maybe I can be that conduit as well. I want to surround myself with friends that do that. So part one, surround yourself with friends that point you to Christ or be the friend that points others to Christ. Part two, when you come on an obstacle, it's too full to pass. There's too many people. We can't get to the door. When you come on an obstacle on that path to connect with Christ, do not allow that to be a stopping point. See, these individuals, they saw that they couldn't get in and they didn't say, oh, well, sorry, we bought you this far but we're done. There's no way in. No, they found another way in. And you want to talk about innovation. I don't know what it quite looked like back then, but I don't know how easy it would be to get a stretcher or a gurney or whatever you were using up on top of a house and then walk over to where Christ was standing and peel back the tilings, peel back the roof so that you could lower your your friend to Christ. How determined were these individuals? How dedicated were they to their friend and to their knowledge that Christ could heal this person? Are we that dedicated when we're trying to help others or at the first obstacle do we stop? Do we stop and say, I'm done? Or do we say, I get it. Here's an obstacle. Let's figure out a way to get over it. So lesson two from this story in the scriptures, don't let an obstacle keep you from bringing somebody to Christ or being brought to Christ. Lesson three, know that when you get that person to Christ, your job is to let Christ do his job. When they lowered him to Christ, they let go of the ropes because they knew that at that point, Jesus had it. This person was now in the hands of the master healer and there was nothing more his friends could do for them other than wait and watch and stand all amazed. When it comes time, when you're bringing somebody to Christ, when you're being brought to Christ, there is a point where you have to step back and allow Christ to do what he does. And in this case, that was shown by the way that these individuals let go of the ropes in the video. Again, maybe not historically accurate, but they let go of the ropes. 
And you could even tie that back to what ropes are you holding on to? See, when you come to Christ, is there something that you're holding on to that is connected to your past, that is connected to another person, that is connected to something that you're saying, well, if this thing with Christ doesn't work out, I've always got this other person to fall back on or this other thing to fall back on. Are you still clinging so tightly to a rope that if you just let that rope go, your relationship with Christ would blossom? Have you let that rope go in your life, whatever that looks like? You see, once they let that rope go, then it was all between Christ and the individual. And that's what we need. We need to let go of whatever that rope is for us, and we need to allow it to be between Christ and ourselves, and how do we best connect with him. Now, there's a lot of different things you could take from this as well, but those are my three things there, right? Are you the type of friend that is going to bring somebody to Christ? Are you surrounding yourself with the type of friends that will bring somebody to Christ? Are you stopping at an obstacle or are you working through it and figuring out another way to make it work? And when you come to Christ, are you doing so fully or are you still holding on to that rope? Do you trust Christ enough to have you? Those are my thoughts for today. I think this scripture for me, there's so much more into it because then you get into how Christ actually heals and teaches about healing and all of that. It's absolutely amazing. It's in Mark chapter two is just one of the versions that I like. But again, those are my three points. I think for me, it really helps me focus on the type of person that I am being, not just as a friend to uh, my fellow veterans, people in my church, uh, everybody, not just as a friend, but also as a husband and as a father, especially in those two roles. Am I being the leader? in my home that is bringing people to Christ. And when they get to that point, and hear this for a second, not to extend this, but hear this for a second. My son is 18 now and he is making his own choices. I cannot continue to hold on to that rope for him. I need to let that rope go so that he can decide how he wants to, or if he wants to have that relationship with Christ. And it is hard to do. But I do trust that Christ has him, that Jesus has my son, that he has my daughter who's also grown up, that I've had to let go of the ropes and allow them to connect with Jesus in the way that they can. It's not an easy thing. I never, never for a moment hope to imply that that is easy because when you let go, you're going completely on faith and you're going on the fact that the person that you've brought to Christ, in this case, we're talking about our children that you've brought to Christ will make those choices that want to keep him in their lives. So be that friend, be that husband, be that father, be that mother, be that wife, whatever it is that brings those around you to Christ and surround yourself with people who do the same for you. And make sure that if there's an obstacle in your way, you work through it. And that when the time comes, when you finally get to Christ, give it all over to him. Rich out.